Hello and welcome listeners. Before we jump into this interview, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the GoFundMe fundraiser. If you're enjoying this series, uh, if you care about our planet and sustainability and want to do something about climate change, please um, take a look at the show notes. There will be a link to the fundraiser. You know, if you, you know, if anything that you'd like to give, it's much appreciated. And thank you to all that have given so far. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hello, I'm joined by David Cameron. Yes, that one. Uh, Captain of England 2, French national champion, locust lover extraordinaire. How's it going? Bonjour. Hello, hello Mike. Hello, Doctor. Yeah. Good. I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm ramped up. I'm excited uh, as we speak. It's about a week till uh, less than that. Week, less than a week till WTC. And I am so say in a week from now you'll be leaving the WTC. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It'll all be over, and I'll be very sad for another. Yeah, 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 yeah. As it as it is. Um, so I put French national champion. I think that's the one you won. Am I right on that? Uh, that is true for realsies this time. Uh, for realsies, I, I was in France last year, uh, but only uh, only represented France because by default because Bryce won, but couldn't take it. Uh, but this year, I went over to France. I played minors before the Arata when they were a bit stupid. And uh, yeah, luckily, of the, was it nine minor players in the top ten, I was the uh, I was one lucky enough to, to take that. Nice, nice. All right. Well, I was. I'm, I mean, I am going to ask you about about your your traveling. Um, but it is good to know that we can kind of put an asterisk next to your uh, championship win. Absolutely, I will take that. Some people <laughs> will tell you that minors were okay and they were fine and didn't need anything changing, but I am more than happy to have that massive. Asterisk nah, no, it's okay. It, it's okay. It's it's it's. We call that in the U.S. We call um, winning with an obviously broken guilt is called an Alex Botts. So. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have traveled a lot, though, for this this year for Guild Ball, and I was kind of looking at all the different um, nationals you have been to, and I'm not going to be able to name them off the top of my head, but uh, how has that experience been? What's been your favorite event, and why? Um, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of you who know me know I've had the opportunity. I've had some chance to travel this last year. Yeah, with a, I've been France a couple of times, Sweden... Uh, I was obviously at Belgium last year for the WTC. I've been up to Scotland for their national tournament. Um, it's it's great. Uh, listening back to some of these interviews, I know that you're not allowed to say that the best thing is the people, but the best thing generally is the people. Well, you can say it for this one. It's You can't say it for my other question. Ah, fair enough. Uh, um, so the people has been your, the best thing so far. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I would have to say that France probably was... Uh, the best I've been to, simply for the size. I, think. I was going to say, with 90-something people? 90 people, yeah. Um, one of the biggest tournaments I've ever been to, certainly the biggest one I've ever won. And uh, the atmosphere and the camaraderie, uh, you know, the fraternity uh, was absolutely fantastic for the whole weekend. Beautiful, beautiful. So, I mean, what are you running from? Is it is it because of Brexit? Like, are you oh, just why, why am I traveling? Yeah, yeah I've, I've been all over Europe looking for a land that will take me in. Yeah. Uh, the closest I've got might be Belgium. I might just show up on Huggy's doorstep. Mm. And uh, I, I don't think he'll be able to turn me away. That's good. That's good. Because I, I did see you on the news um, 
and you looked, you know, you looked pretty sad about everything that's been going on. So <laughs> he showed up again. He went away. He went into obscurity, and it kind of faded. And now he's back, and he's writing a book, and the jokes have all returned. Ah, oh, God, and he's going to make a ton of money off that book too. Oh yes, terrible. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Let's talk about play style. And I actually, uh, this question is coming from me watching you play and lose. Um, not that that's relevant to this, but <laughs> watching, watching uh, me watching you play a Vassal game and getting to um, watch some of your games. Do you feel like there's a particular play style that you gravitate towards? Um, and if so, like how would you describe it? And we'll start there. Uh I guess there is. I, I like goals uh, more than just hitting people. I find hitting people a bit dull. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to play Warhammer 40k, as I imagine 90% of people listening to this did. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to play a game where you run to the middle of the board and hit people, I'd go back and play Blood Angels again. Mm-hmm. Um, what For me, the USP of Guild Ball is that that ball, as a resource not just to dodge your hitting people forward, but to actually put it in the back of the net uh, to find out how can I get that ball and score whilst avoiding people just trying to hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's not... I know 3-0 teams, though, aren't really realistic. People will stop you getting that third goal. Um, and if you go to, say, you know, a five-round event and you're just playing a 3-0 team, well, that means you've got to score 15 goals and probably not miss one. So... I don't think I'm necessarily a 3-0 team, but, uh, you know, if, if it shows itself, I'll definitely go for it. Sure. Um, but I, I suppose I gravitate, I force myself to gravitate more towards 2-2 than 3-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm really enjoying Engineers. Yeah, I was going to ask, how does that translate into playing uh, Engineers as they are currently? It's, um, I used to play Morticians. Uh, people might know me more as a Mortician player, actually. Uh, especially when they had access to mist, and you could maybe even just aim for one takeout as long as it's a casket takeout and two goals, and that's your equivalent of two two. The morticians mm-hmm. lost access to mist, and it was around about the time I felt it was time to move to something else. And I think if you, you know, I'd have a hard time naming a guild that's more perfect for two two than engineers. I think. Yep, yep. I'd say probably them and Masons would be potentially up there if you play Masons. Mason, yeah, way. again, depending on which uh, which captain. Sure. Uh, honor, honor. Actually, honor may be the model in Guild Ball that's more that's most two two. Yeah, yeah. You want two six point activations from Honor and done. That's your game. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and simple. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was actually playing a demo game with. Uh, with someone and we were playing and I got one six point activation then I let him get a bunch of points and then I was like okay do you want me to uh show you how I can end the game right now he's like yeah you can end the game I was like yeah watch this and then I got another six point activation it was great (laughs) and then George just hit the floor and they immediately bought a Mason's team (laughs) no they wanted they were they wanted to play Union so (laughs) but I think that's that that's fine they were asking me how Union is right now and I was like oh buddy it was actually he was getting into it. He was going to get into it like uh, about a week before the errata dropped, and I was like, and I, I had already known what uh, you know some of the stuff that was happening. So I was like, buddy, I can't tell you, but uh, just you're you're going to love it. By the time you get a team, you'll definitely love it. 
<laughs> make sure you track down this model uh, called Minx. Just make sure you find one of those models and you'll be <laughs> You'll be great, yeah. Um, do you, uh, I guess, you know, there has been a lot of talk and I'm sure a lot of it has actually come from from me, but um, <laughs> ha, do you, on different ways to play the game, right? And and different ways mm. people play, and like, well, uh, and there's, I think for a while there's been different discussions about what's the optimal way uh, to play Guild Ball or optimal ways, plural. Um, do you find that there is an optimal way to play? Do you find that the optimal way to play the game is whatever way you are best at and and enjoy because it's a game we want to have um, fun with, that, but yeah. or a mix of the two. Uh, let me see. Uh, I hope the answer's no to the first question. The answer's definitely no to the second question. And I can't remember the third one. Um, yeah, there's been some talk of people edging towards has Guild Ball been solved or can Guild Ball be solved? Um, and in theory, the ultimate game of Guild Ball is just two computers clicking the clock over to each other infinitely quickly until one of them clocks out. Um, See, but that wouldn't be, and I've, I've had, this is good, you've given me a nice platform to argue with yeah. uh, with that, because in that circumstance, then whatever computer is uh, going second wins the game, right? Yeah. Um, so thus, it would be a terrible strategy for the other computer to uh, constantly click the clock. They should click the clock a bunch of times. However, they have to uh, put themselves in a position where they will... Uh, get points before their opponent so that they will be the one that wins when they continue to flip the clock. So um, the point of that being that, yes, that like that, uh, that perfect um, strategy, you know, you could say like, if I just never do this, or if I just like never let you, you know, never interact with the game, I win isn't necessarily true. It's only true if you're in the position. And obviously we're not computers, so we can't do infinite clocking. That only works, um, for example, if you can be faster than your opponent, but also stop them from scoring points. Because what happens if you're clocking really quickly and they're taking longer, but then they put themselves in a position where they're going to get six points. And then they say, you know what? Now I can clock. And now you can run out of time trying to get your points back. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I think you're right, and, I, and I'm happy that you're right. Uh, I'm happy that <laughs> I don't think Guild Ball can be solved in, in that way. Um, I'm also glad that I don't think standoffs... But I think Steamforged are taking it seriously to do something about standoffs. And and I'm glad about that as well, because I can see the the attraction and uh, that it's a, it can be a winning strategy, certainly, uh, to be rather non-interactive. And I enjoy the non-interactivity memes. <laughs> but if if that were the way that Guild Ball went and Guild Ball were solved in that direction, that's not a game I want to play. Um, mm-hmm. That's not a game I'm at all interested in. I like high tempo. I, I like scoring goals. I like, you know, slotting in one, going first, tackling the ball back, scoring again. Um, and that If the game isn't, if that isn't viable, that's not a game I want to play. Mm-hmm. And also... Um... What's interesting though is, um, and I'm curious as to how they do attempt to solve this because I think one of the one of the temptations is um, we will end standoffs by just increasing, continuing to tune the power of the guilds that want to aggressively get the ball um, to the point where like they just get the ball. Uh, <laughs> in which case, yes, you have probably ended standoffs, but now you just have a weird 
thing where you only have certain guilds that you're playing and you have, you know, you're like beginning of season three where it was Midas and, uh, and shark all the time. Uh, I actually think funny enough, the way to make, uh, there be less standoffs other than like actual game changing rules, which I don't think is, uh, is worth getting into right now. Um, is if you're just going to address it through balance of teams would be actually to give the teams that don't want to score as much, um, that aren't the the aggressive goal scoring teams, give them more ways to um, retrieve the ball, not necessarily hold the ball, because I think that could make it more interactive, but like more ways. Because the problem is, I'm thinking of playing a Brewers game versus Engineers. Like, if you just the way the team is, if I if you get a goal, because you know you you want to be your your aggressive Engineers player playing David Cameron style, and then I go and I give you a goal back without taking other advantages, you're going to score another goal before I do. And then I score a goal and then you score a goal and you win. Uh, Or, you know, like I I can't, you know, the Brewers player is not going to be able to compete in terms of the, you know, the speed because they won't be able to get the ball back and do the things. And, you know, they need to slow down the game. Um, But if you made it so that that Brewers team, again, has – either more model like easier ways to get more models in their team up there to score a goal so it's like you know you score the goal i score the goal um you score the goal again i hold it on my players and now i wait for you to come to me i uh i kill two of your players and now it's really easy for me to score the next goal um but yeah, and I don't have specific ideas as to what that is but like you know how do you expect a farmers team um to play aggressive goal, you know, play aggressive with the ball when they will just lose the ball constantly because they have terrible defensive stats. You know, they have to, they have to do some things to slow down the game. So, and, you know, interact a little bit less. So I don't know. Maybe the answer is there. Maybe the answer is in some game level, you know, uh, changes. Yeah, I I can appreciate it because I'm not and probably never will be a team that's going to go for 6-0, so I can't really see the game from that position. And I don't think it's too bad, but it's only if it starts slipping more that way. Sure. If the game does tend towards uh, uninteractivity uh, as a season drags on, then uh, that's something that will turn me away. Mm-hmm. Well, then you'll be really upset. I uh, I played a shark game for the first time the other day uh, against someone playing Steeljaw. and Not uh, by a shark. Uh, I won 6-0. Six games, six takeouts. <laughs> it was like, I, I totally, I, and Shark sat with the ball on fast ground for like three turns. <laughs> it was terrible. I just wanted to see how it worked. It was fun. I kept title surging models onto traps. It was great. Um, <laughs> but no, but I'm sure you would have died inside a little bit. I would have. How long did that game take? Too long. <laughs> Uh, so everybody's been mentioning uh, England won at least everybody in some of my uh, interviews and whatnot as a top contender for this year's WTC can you explain why they're wrong and why the correct answer is England too Um, and then if you can't do that how does it feel living in Charles Nurse's shadow Uh, oh well that that second one's easy Uh, Charles Nurse's shadow is is warm and fuzzy and cozy great uh, Smells a little bit of Jack Daniels, but I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, um, 
Yeah, England one is. Uh, what are the England's fried breakfast, something like that? Uh, I think it's it's a Charles Nurse, uh, Albert Cox. Oh, no, no, it's, it's Charles Nurse, uh, uh, Harwood, uh, and Cooper. Some guy called Dan Harwood uh, <laughs> and Michael Cooper, who's better than Dan Harwood. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's it's on camera, man. It it's is. Um, and they are team. To- they are England toad in the hole. England toad in the hole. Uh, which for uh, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's kind of sausages and batter. Mm-hmm. Batter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an English delicacy. He said with a question mark at the end. Yeah, I um, think that I think that could be applied to pretty much anything that's English and food. <laughs> question mark. That's quite true. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they um, they've got a loot that's uh, one current and two former world finalists um, in that team, so that's pretty good. Uh, but no, uh, I don't think they're going to win. Clearly, it's uh, it's Germany that's going to win. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, England too. Uh, that's my team. Team England Fish and Chips is myself on Engineers. Um, Jay Clare uh, or Johnny Mitchell, as he, as he may be known as, uh, with his Masons. Uh, and my very good friend, uh, Josh Nimchik. Uh, who your listeners will have heard of um, with his fish specifically with his UK uh, Josh is absolutely deadly with that uh, with that model nice um, yeah I, you ruined my uh, my question I was going to bring up some old memes from last year's WTC but who the fuck is Jonathan Mitchell <laughs> uh, oh no sorry did I... <laughs> it's okay uh, yeah I don't know um, th- th- there are rumours he arrives in the middle of the night and leaves before dawn. Were you there for that? This this is great because we're going to be describing an inside joke for our listeners. But uh, at last year's WTC, were you around when uh, when that happened? I was hanging out with a bunch of the England guys. Oh, did you actually ask who? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So I at one point I think we had well we had played I think we played all if not we played all but one of the England uh, teams last year at the WTC. Um, and we were hanging out. I want to say it was the Saturday night. Um, and I'm pretty sure he introduced uh, himself to me during the day using or. Yeah, I don't know which way it was, but he introduced himself with his real name one time and then was either introduced himself again or was referred to by Jonathan Mitchell the second time uh, when somebody was speaking. And so we were sitting there and I was probably pretty drunk at this point. So I just yeah, yelled out, who the fuck is Jonathan Mitchell? Uh, and he was sitting like right. He was sitting right by me. So that's when I that's when I made the connection. But I didn't I didn't originally. So. Um, oh no! But you, you you did you ruined it. But it's okay. I still got it in there. I that's you know making it work. Um, <laughs> excellent. So you have Josh yourself and um, Jonathan Mitchell, Johnny Mitchell, uh, and you decided you guys decided to play the kind of some lesser known guilds, fish engineers and masons. Uh, what was what was going into that thought process? Uh, well, I've been I've been on Mason, I've been on engineers sure for a while since Worlds of yeah. this year I think or since just after it uh, deciding it was time for a change and engineers are pretty solid. Uh, Josh used to be a Masons player pretty solidly, mm-hmm. but um, he changed to Fish again about a year ago I want to say, and he's been in, putting in a lot of work. I don't know anyone who's 
well, other than maybe some Germans, but who has routinely done solid work, like research work mm -hmm. uh, on his fish. And you should all be very afraid because Josh is, uh, he's it. not messing around. He's come to win. Love uh, it. <laughs> uh, and Jay, Jay's, Jay's going to be there. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll show up. I think Jay was probably attracted to Masons because of Corbelli. Okay. Because this was before the errata, we'd basically locked in what we were going to play. Yeah. Um, whether or not he's bringing Corbelli, or oh, that's a closely guarded secret, except it's not because lists have been revealed, and mm -hmm. I just can't remember. That's okay. But uh, I don't think he is. I think he's Hammer and Honor again. But what what Masons lost in Corbelli, they more than gained for in Honor. I was going to say, they definitely gained in Honor, yeah. <laughs> I finally played against New Honor when I played uh, Zach Gray yesterday, mm -hmm. and I, I was not ready for that. That was a that was a that was learning on my feet in the middle of the game. What on earth she does, uh, which it's is everything. What she used to do, but a lot more efficient. Yeah, I was gonna say it's everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is by the way taking Captain Corbelli, and not only that, he's listed as the first model. Bold. Although, actually, you also listed Captain Ballista as your first model, which is just a lie. So That's a, that's a double bluff. Or yeah. it's a double bluff. <laughs> Who knows? I'm not going to reveal anything. Oh, look at that. Um, excellent. I, so it sounds I like... I do believe oh, go for there it. are some Ballista matchups. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and the, uh, the limited edition model of Ballista is too good not to use. Oh, he's so good, yeah. He's so good. <laughs> nice. Uh, so it sounds like largely just brought uh what's it called uh captains and teams that you guys are comfortable with and i, th I think comfortable with we didn't really i don't know whether i'm showing our hand here i don't think we guessed the meta or anything like that we weren't going to end up bringing three teams of blacksmiths or anything crazy uh, sure. just play what we're happy with what we're relaxed with and we it is all about having you know a good time oh uh, yeah for sure Germany's going to win, so the rest of us may as well. Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, what position after that do you want? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I want third. There you go. I want third, Mike. <laughs> um, so you have been known to uh, to proclaim your love for for Locusts. Um, can you maybe yeah. describe, because I, I honestly, despite the amount of times you've probably said it on various places, I don't know... Um, I know most yeah. of the time people, I, I tell people that you're playing Locust or people see that you're playing Locust. They commented on to me, like people say they don't understand. Um, so do you want to maybe clear, clear up why they are uh, mistaken? <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that. I saw that you posted out what questions should I ask Dave? And the first one immediately was why Locust? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Locust coming across from morticians, uh, anything that has tough hide and reanimate immediately gets my attention mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um he's he's just he's very solid and hard to kill uh he has a ranged push which people forget about it's a range eight two damage and a push and that can you know that can shorten threat ranges that can people who are you know they thought they were safe nope now you're really not safe mm -hmm. um it means he can disengage or re-engage people he has a momentous knockdown on one so more than once I'll attack with him when he's crowded out three or four times, uh, two or three times, and I'll flip over the clock and very casually ask, would you like to counterattack? And it's it's not an easy choice. Yeah. Um, so more than once he's had four momentum on him, hit four people, momentous knockdown on all of them, and then just walk away. 
<laughs> I'm happy with that for a turn. Yep. And um, Gravity Well. People forget Gravity Well. People forget Gravity Well exists. Mm-hmm. And it can just break games. It can, yeah, for sure. Um, if Season 1, Don't Touch the Hair, broke games, I think that was just a horrible ability that just lost your games. Gravity Well's almost the reverse of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think you're fine? No, you're not fine. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a... Uh, and how how guilty slash not guilty did you feel? Have you ever had one where somebody goes in and charges you, like charges a different model, uh, and, uh, you know, positions themselves in a way where they're going to get gravity weld right out of melee and, and lose their entire activation? I've not done that. I've not let people charge and then gravity well so they're not engaged. Oh, are you too? You're too. You're too polite. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's ever come up. Uh, it oh, very okay. nearly came up. I feel against Perkins yesterday, but then just as he was about to move the model, he did say, "Oh, they've got gravity." Well. <laughs> um, well, it has. I whisper it. It has come up against Bryce, um, who put a three-inch melee on Thresher, uh, hit some people walked to end his activation but was uh-huh. engaging locus with three inch melee <laughs> nice you forgot gravity well my friend didn't you <laughs> um, then you laughed I, maniacally did you laugh maniacally as you as you as you push pushed his model I in never would. i'm the second nicest man in guild ball mike <laughs> internally yes internally, oh, okay yes. there we go <laughs> Uh, so that's that's why I, I know that Locus's main two problems are a one-inch melee and that he's slow, but I think I think engineers now have a captain that might be able to give him a two-inch melee and an extra out of activation advance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. So <laughs> he is he is faster when he gets towed. <laughs> he really is. Which um, oh, go for it. Admittedly, every other player is yes. But... Yes. Um, and people do say that he's easy to avoid, and so why would you ever take him? Because people will just ignore him. If by the end of turn two he's sat in the very center of the pitch, yes, you can avoid him. But models that are avoiding him might not have the biggest impact on the rest of the game. Nice, I like it. I was in a, what I was going to comment was uh, the the image of uh, Rivet towing Locust is just really impressive. Like she clearly, clearly um, has some, is, is pretty strong. She's got She's some got strength. Big chains. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> I don't know if you or any of your listeners would uh, remember War Machine, uh, but there was a Warcaster in War Machine by the name of Karchev. <laughs> yes. And he, he has, I think it might be called Toe or a similar ability. And yeah, just you throw out the chains um, like some sort of twisted Cenobite and then just drag your whole team it's beautiful. Yeah, so Locus is impressive. Colossus is also impressive. Yeah, that's also really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do like, by the way, that you you phrased it. Would like if any of your listeners would remember War Machine as if it has, uh, like, if it is, you know, no longer a game. So I, that's funny. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, other, you've already named one, but what are your top three predictions for WTC for the event when it comes to placements? Um, Germany won. Mm-hmm. Germany two. Mm-hmm. Is there a Germany three? <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, now, knowing them, uh, I think you've already you've already spoken to Steve Easton. Um, Scotland, I think that's a very strong team. Um, I I don't think Steamforge themselves are better mess around. I think they came second last year. They did. 
we we all know that uh, they've only got better since, especially Bryce, but oh, Steve and Jamie just as just as much. Um, so I'm going to feel that Steamforge are going to be up there, Scotland, um, but just <laughs> Christian Metz is just a wizard of the game. He is a wizard. Um, but now the Chicago are there in full force this year, aren't they? Uh, nah, yeah, not technically, no, because there's no Vince, but. Um, or is Vince not there? Uh, Vince is not there. Yeah, so there is no. Yeah, there. Every year we have we have we usually U.S. has at least one or two of its uh, top players missing. This year it was me and well, Vince. I, I love those guys, but I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I can't put them in the top three. Uh, that said, like, and this is nothing against Vince. The the player who is not Vince on the team is John Clough, who is uh, oh, is quite nothing. He ain't nothing. He ain't he nothing. Knows. He thinks he plays engineers. He doesn't play engineers. Come at me, John. Oh, snap. I, I think he will indeed come <laughs> at you. He will utterly destroy you. It's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I hope that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Um, oh, I, we had kind of talked about this our, a little bit already, but um, you've been at the WTC definitely last year. Were you there the first year as well? Uh, the first year I came across, because I knew some of the people who were playing War Machine, mm-hmm. uh, and so, and I was just, I think I, no, I was into Guild Ball, I knew some of the Guild Ball people, so I came across, uh, I remember meeting Alex Botts, uh, and I remember him introducing me to a friend of his called Pat Van Valzer, and I, I guess I just shrugged because I didn't know who that was. Oh, little did you know you were meeting a celebrity. I, that's true, that's true, I, I, I still can't sleep because of that memory. Um, yeah, so no, I wasn't playing, but I visited first year. Okay, so um, what is your favorite uh, memory from the WTC Guild Ball side? I, am I allowed to say people? Uh, yes, but I want... Well, no, memory is specific, so you can't just say people. That is not a memory. That's very true. That could be what... Um, I'll let you say that's what you're most excited about this year, but uh, <laughs> memory has to be something specific. Yeah, there, there's a couple. Um, one is... is Blessing the gifts. Some of the gifts that people give you uh, were fantastic. I still have a, a flask in the shape of an O, an O. Yes, the uh, Slovenian teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so sad. Politicians at the time, so I just stole that. Yeah, I'm so sad because they gave that to us as well. But we, uh, I guess, I could have held on to the to the bottle, but. Um, I didn't because actually I don't even know if I had checked luggage, so maybe I couldn't have. But yeah, we had to drink it all, but it was it was delicious. And uh, and if I'm not allowed to say people, I'll say person. Uh, Timmy, <laughs> just Timmy. Yes, yeah, that's great. Yeah, most of with Timmy in it, and I'll, I, I'll is fantastic. Yeah, most of my WTC pictures that I still have saved on my phone are Timmy. So um, <laughs> I, I think that speaks to that. Excellent. Yes. All right. Uh, anything else that you'd like to talk about? Mention things coming up. I don't you know. Just see every you know shout outs to people. Uh, Apologies for to, Brexit. Um, the whole yeah. I'm so I'm so so sorry about Brexit. Um, hello to everyone who plays Gilball in the West Midlands, and uh, looking forward to seeing everyone next week at WTC. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on, Dave. Continue being. Uh, the second nicest person in Go Ball. <laughs> Thanks so much for inviting me, Doctor. All right.